This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 252, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I have a very... I think special episode for you today. In fact, I think this is going to be one of my favourite episodes ever. Your favourites? I'm not sure about that. First of all, Happy New Year and all that. I must admit, I don't like saying that. I kind of feel like I have to because society makes me do this. I mentioned this recently on a Facebook Live I did in the Rock and Roll English family. I feel very uncomfortable saying Happy New Year, but at the same time, if you don't say it, people think you're a bit rude, don't they? I remember when I worked at a bank in London. After the holidays, I was on the phone talking to a client and then they would always say Happy New Year. And then I had to say, yeah, Happy New Year to you too. I just feel like a bit of an idiot, but Happy New Year. Um, So in today's episode, we are going to take a little step back. Okay, I want to take a moment to celebrate five years of Rock and Roll English. That's right. Rock and Roll English has been going now for five years, which in the kind of online podcast world is actually quite a long time. Most people I speak to have only been doing this like two years, three years. So I thought we could celebrate that today because I have checked and the first episode was published on the 8th of January 2017. So not five years exactly today, but more or less. It's like, you know, your birthday's on Wednesday, but you have the party on Saturday. That's what we're doing. So I thought we could have a look back at these five years. What has happened? Okay, I can tell you the best and worst moments how my life has changed thanks to Rock and Roll English. But also I want to tell you what, in my opinion, Rock and Roll English is all about because I feel like Rock and Roll English is a train, a party train, obviously. And this party train of Rock and Roll English departed from the station five years ago. Now, a few people were on the train from the very beginning and are still with us today. But obviously, in these five years, many people have got on the party train at different points. Some people even got on this party train probably last week. So today I want to stop for a second so everyone knows the direction of the train, where we are going. Does this make sense? It does in my mind, but that's never a good indication. Another reason why I'm doing this type of episode today is because I'm a little bit sick. Can you hear this in my voice? It's not COVID, don't worry, just a standard British cold, okay? They're kind of going out of fashion, aren't they, colds? It's either COVID or nothing, but it's just a standard cold. As I said, a good old British cold. I must admit, actually, the last time I was sick was three years ago when I came back to England for the last time during the winter. So make of that what you will. There's a lovely term, isn't there? Draw your own conclusions if you want. So, yes, we are taking a step back today. Also, because I haven't got the energy for the usual funny chat, because it does take a lot of energy. 
Like this rock and roll English party train is tiring. It's tiring driving this train because I like the podcast to be high tempo, fast, loud, rock and roll, basically. Because if I start talking like this, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. You won't be interested. It needs to be fast, in your face, rock and roll. So after I record, I am bloody, bloody tired because it's not just the Monday podcast that I record. When I finish that, I always record the family podcasts, which are only for family members where we have a chat about more personal things. And then I also make the transcripts for those episodes. But yes, today is a step back to have a look at the last five years. So here we go. But before we actually press go and start, I have a couple of gifts for you at the end. So if you listen to all of this podcast, you will see some gifts for you at the end. One of which totally free, something that you can buy on the Internet for real money that I am giving you today. Absolutely free. So make sure you listen to the end for that. Now, let's start with the first episode. All I will say about that episode is, what the fuck was that? If you haven't listened to it, or if you can't remember, the first episode is called An Englishman in Palermo. Now, you would think that episode would be about me, my podcast. I was living in Palermo at the time. I was also English. In fact, I am also still English today. But that episode was not about me, strangely enough. It was about Dan the Man's experience when he came to visit me in Palermo, which is the capital of Sicily, if anyone is interested. Now, normally podcasts have a episode zero where there is an introduction like this show is going to be about this. I hope you enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. But that didn't happen here at Rock and Roll English. Things are done in a very rock and roll way. There are no rules. We make up the fucking rules every day. We take the rule book. Well, we took the rule book five years ago and burnt it. Okay, but let's have a listen to the first episode. Okay, and the very first words on Rock and Roll English. But before we do, I want you to notice a couple of things. The first is that the American guy at the beginning who says this is Rock and Roll English, he doesn't say, here's your host, Martin Johnston. Not the best impression there, I know. But yes, he doesn't say that because I deleted that part because I was too embarrassed to have my name at the start. I only put it later because everyone knew Dan the Man's name, but no one knew my name. So I thought, okay, I'll put it there. But for the first, I don't know, 40 episodes, it was not there because I was too embarrassed. The second thing to notice is how I speak like a robot, an absolute robot. The third is that Dan the Man did not have a microphone. He didn't have a microphone. Now, who starts a podcast without a microphone? Now, this was my fault as I didn't buy a mic for Dan the Man as I thought no one is going to listen to this. So we will make it and I'm not going to buy him a microphone because then we will only make this one episode and then no one will ever listen. But people did listen. So in the end, I did buy Dan the Man a microphone. But anyway, those are the three things to notice. Here we go. This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, 
Real English. So, hello and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Today, we on the show, we have Daniel Gandolfi. You want to say hello, Dan? Hello. Very, very exciting. So, Dan, are you ready to rock and roll? I am ready to rock and roll, Martin. Thank you for having me. Okay, no problem. I can assure you there are at least three people listening to this show. So, in some ways, you are famous. Who's, who's listening? Well, not right now, but... No, not right now, but who will be listening? Anyone important? Three three of my students. Oh, okay. But okay. when you come, you can sign, sign autographs for them. So. <laughs> so there we go. That is how the Rock and Roll English party train departed from the station. Two idiots having a bit of a chat. Admittedly, not much has changed on that front. Usually it is still two idiots having a chat. But there are many other things that have changed. In fact, someone sent me a message just a couple of days ago on Instagram and it said this. I started listening to your podcast just a few days ago and I started from episode one where you and your friend Dan always used to talk about how lonely you were and how you didn't have a girlfriend. Now I've just checked you out on Instagram and you are married with a child. Now, that is true because at the time when we started recording these episodes, which was actually before 2017, again, I didn't publish them immediately because I was too embarrassed. But when we recorded these, I didn't have a girlfriend. Now I am married to Mrs. R&R and we have a baby who is named baby R&R that's not our baby's actual name imagine that though at her baptism now we welcome baby R&R baby rock and roll English into the world I suppose baby could be the first name rock middle and roll could be the surname I'm not sure but anyway going back to the fact my life has changed this is one of the things which in my opinion rock and roll English is all about it's a story. It's one long story which starts in the first episode because if you listen to all of them you will follow the story of my life which has changed a lot in those five years. This again was not my intention but something I quite like about it and inside this story of my life there are hundreds and hundreds maybe thousands of little stories about my life like the time I wore my cycle helmet on a plane. The time my trousers fell down when I was trying to cross a road. I think that was actually the first episode. The time I wore Mrs. R&R's underwear. The time I vomited at a service station. The time I went away from a restaurant without paying and nearly got arrested. When I bought a house and had no electricity for a week. When I got married and was smelling of kebab. When baby R&R was born and I was worried about my digestive biscuits, it's all there. But not just my stories, the stories of my closest and dearest friends who I love with all of my heart. All of their stories are there too. The time, the moment Dan the man became a freelance human being. The time Clarification Charlie went to hospital for being too drunk. The time the Hellraiser stole 
some women's underwear and gave them as a gift to his grandmother. The time Boom Boom got arrested. The time Corporal Coma fell off a boat and lots, lots more. All of the stories are there and stories is what rock and roll English is all about. Everyday life stories because we talk about everyday things that happen to you as well. But that's not it because rock and roll English is also about friendship because all of the conversations are with my real friends. I don't need to tell you how long I've been friends with everyone. If you don't know, go back and listen to the previous 250 episodes, but it's a long time. For example, with Dan the Man, more than 30 years. Also Corporal Coma, more than 30 years. That's 60 years of friendship just there. And I hope you can feel this real friendship in the conversations because obviously sometimes I have other people on the podcasts, maybe a YouTuber that I don't know. And I'm sure you can see the difference. You can feel the difference in comparison to an episode where I talk to Dan the Man, Corporal Coma, Boom Boom Cannon or someone like that because there is real feeling, real love there. And again, this was not my intention. I did not intend to create a podcast that had friendship at the core of it. But I am very happy and proud this is how it has turned out. The same with stories. I didn't realise how much I love stories. Now I think about it, even when I was at school, I was, let's say, famous among my group of friends. So famous between, let's say, 10 people. I was famous for stories. Everyone always used to say, oh yeah, have you heard his story about this but I never really thought about it but it's true I'm addicted to stories I bloody love stories and more than that I didn't realize how much I love other people's stories I have a fascination with people and find everyone so interesting all of these stories I love to hear them people's real personal stories one thing I think which highlights this is something I hate okay I hate scenic pictures you know for example your friend goes on holiday and shows you his or her pictures and there's just a picture of the sea for example or a building they show you the picture look that's Eiffel Tower I think yes I know that I can see that I could have just gone on Google and seen that picture in fact on Google I would have seen a better picture than this shit one you took with your phone Where are you in this picture? I want to hear your story about the trip. I don't want to look at scenic pictures. There is no story in a scenic picture. And again, to highlight this point further, let me tell you a quick story now, okay? When I left Rome, okay, because I lived in Rome for three years. Again, if you have listened to all of the episodes, you will know that. But yes, I lived in Rome from 2010 to 2013. And when I was leaving, there was a friend I needed to say goodbye to. So I called him and said, shall I come to your house? And he said, no, let's meet at the Spanish steps. And I thought, hmm, this is a bit strange. Why does he want to meet there? Because if you know Rome, you will know that the Spanish steps is one of the most chaotic places in the city. It's full of tourists. It's difficult to get to because it's right in the centre. And it's just a crazy, chaotic, stressful place. 
So I thought, why does he want to meet there? But anyway, I went there and I was waiting for him. I saw him. He was walking towards me. So I started walking towards him. I was thinking of the usual Italian double kiss thing to say hello. And do you know what he did? He grabbed my balls. Yes, he put his hand out and he touched my balls, my testicles. Yes. So obviously I was a bit shocked. I kind of jumped back and said, you know, what are you doing? And he laughed and said, I'm doing this because now you will never forget me and you will never forget this moment of someone touching your testicles at the Spanish steps. And he was absolutely right. I have never forgotten that moment, even though it was nearly 10 years ago. In fact, I went to Rome a few months ago with Mrs. R&R and baby R&R, and we went to the Spanish steps. And all I could think about was my friend touching my testicles in that exact spot. You know, I could have been looking around, taking in all of this beautiful architecture with my wife and my child. But I was thinking of someone that was touching my testicles there the last time I had been there nearly 10 years earlier because that moment created a story and that is the beauty of stories they stay with you forever so I hope you enjoy all of the crazy stories you hear on this podcast and I hope you tell your friends about them that would be the biggest compliment ever because when you hear a great story you tell someone else that story So yes, that is what Rock and Roll English is primarily about, stories. But now let's look at other aims, objectives, or whatever you want to call them, okay? Obviously, I'm talking about aims, objectives of the podcast, not your aims and objectives in life. You know, I would be happy to hear them, but probably it's not the best moment for me to be talking about them. So yes, other aims, objectives of the podcast conversations okay I want to give you real conversations to listen to now I stress the word conversations because conversations are mental they are crazy they move one direction they change they change topic they are all over the place now I know this specific episode is not a conversation but I always prefer conversations as this is what life is about isn't it we speak with other people Sure, we all speak to ourselves every now and again, but life is about interacting with people and creating connections. Also, because when you listen to English learning material, especially textbooks and lots of other material on the internet, the conversations are not natural. They are scripted. So everything is very clean. You don't get much, uh, you don't get any misunderstandings. It's all very clean. And you don't get parts which make no sense which happens a lot on this podcast when I edit it and I listen again I kind of think what the hell does this mean or I often notice one of the guests hasn't understood what I said or I haven't understood what they said but this is what happens in normal conversations and that's what I want to give you because if you listen to these perfect clean conversations that's obviously not how people speak in real life And these unscripted conversations produce moments of brilliance, spontaneous 
brilliance. One person makes a joke, the other person laughs, a real laugh. That's actually not very common. Again, if you listen to all of this learning English material, there are not many people laughing and having a good time. Someone actually sent me a message once on Instagram fairly recently and said, can you stop laughing in your podcast? Now, I wanted to tell that person basically to fuck off. I think I was a bit kinder, though, and I said, you're not obliged to listen. You know, if you don't like laughter, laughing, having fun, go and listen to BBC News. That's fine. So, yes, that's another one of my aims to give you unscripted real conversations, just like the ones we have in real life. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because hopefully your ears will listen to these conversations and this will help you understand English. Now, another one of these aims, objectives of the podcast is to point out vocabulary and grammar because often we don't notice it, do we? If you watch something on Netflix, maybe you understand everything and there's no doubt you hear lots and lots of new vocabulary, but most probably you don't notice it. It's like when I bought a foldable bike, you know, a bicycle that you ride, one of those ones that closes, you can fold and put it in your car. Before I got my bike, I had never seen one before. Well, actually, before my friend came to my house on his one and I said, what the hell is this? And he said, it's a foldable bike. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen one before. Then the next day I went out and I probably saw about 50 of them. Now, the problem was obviously I was not noticing them before. I was not looking for them. Just like you, when you watch Netflix, you're not looking for that vocabulary and grammar. It's very easy to not notice the vocabulary and grammar. So that's what I try to do. I try to help you. I try to highlight it and make a note of it. So hopefully you can make it yours. So that's another one of these aims or objectives. And another one is to make the podcast enjoyable to listen to so that you will come back and listen again, not because I want more downloads, which, I mean, does help, of course. But the main reason is to keep you motivated to listen. Again, to highlight this point, let me tell you a story. Once I was invited to play volleyball on a beach in Sicily. Okay, beach volleyball. They said, do you know how to play? And I thought, well, I know how to play football. I'm good with balls. That sounds strange, doesn't it? But I thought, you know, I will be fine. I will be great at volleyball even though I had never played. But I didn't realise that Italian people are actually pretty bloody good at volleyball. And guess what? I was absolutely shit. So shit, it was embarrassing. Every time the ball came near me, we lost the point. There was an awkward silence. It was terrible. So how much fun do you think I had playing volleyball? Not much is the answer. So guess what? I have never played again. I'm not interested. But when something is fun, I'm interested. I do it again and again and again. And if you listen to English again and again and again, you will get better at it. It's that simple. Plus, life is shit, isn't it? There are so many bad things going on, especially now. Covid, travel restrictions, all of this rubbish. So who wants to listen to a serious chat about politics? A chat about poos, sex, embarrassing moments is so much better, isn't it? So this is another 
objective of the podcast to make it entertaining because if there's one thing I hate in life more than anything it's boring boring stuff I can't do boring that's why I quit my job at a bank in London I couldn't do it it was too boring and since then since I quit that job my life has been total chaos even now I'm married I have a child very settled stable we have a house in Sicily so just a couple of weeks ago what did we do we moved country that's right I've moved from Italy back to England the only problem is here in England we have no house to live okay so my family and I are living at my mum's house it's total chaos but at least it's not boring because I hate boring but this idea of making a podcast and making it entertaining I got from the podcasts I used to listen to in Italian they were all about pieces of art recipes the history of Rome you know all interesting stuff but after a long day at work do you really want to be listening to something that happened 2000 years ago? So I hope I bring some happiness into your life with these podcasts, especially if you do a job that you don't like. As in the past, I have done a job that I hated and listening to funny podcasts on the train home was the only thing that stopped me basically losing my mind. Now, moving on to the next point, I want to share a statistic with you that I saw once, which said 97%, I can't remember specifically, but it was definitely more than 90% of podcasts don't get past episode seven. So people make a few podcasts, they get to episode seven and they stop. In fact, if you look at podcast apps and you search for different podcasts, for example you search a photography podcast you click one you will often see there are only a few episodes and the last one was in 2016. This happens for many reasons the main one I think is people don't realize how much work is involved and they think they will get rich by episode three but that's obviously not the case. I've been doing this for five years now and I'm still not rich but one of the main reasons I think this happens is because people don't connect with their audience and this is something that has been very important to me from day one on day one I had about three people in the audience but I always connected with them in fact I always respond to every comment I ever receive on the website Instagram Facebook I love hearing from you so I always respond this is why I post the episode on social media every week every Monday I will always post the episode as this is my invitation to interact with you. If you leave a comment, I respond. It's as simple as that. Admittedly, not many people do leave comments, but if you do, just know I will always respond because I love to hear from you. I still remember the first time I received a comment from a listener that I didn't actually know because at the beginning they were just my students. A listener from China, I think. I couldn't believe it. And I am still so thankful when I receive these messages from you, from people around the world, rock and rollers from around the world. Because if you take the time to send me a message and interact with me, I will always, always, always respond. If I don't, it simply means I haven't seen the message. So just send me another one and say, what the hell are you doing? Because sometimes I have lots of notifications and stuff and sometimes messages get lost. 
So if I don't respond, it simply means I haven't seen it. But one last thing I want to talk about that is very important to me and this podcast is growth. Okay, the podcast grows and changes. At the start, it was just me and Dan the man. Then there were obviously some problems. Now, I don't really like talking about that so much as it was an extremely, extremely difficult time for me and in my life, basically. But I am just so thankful that Dan the man and I are now very, very close friends again, because you may not be able to understand this from the podcast, but I love Dan the man. I absolutely love him. What a man he is. Speaking of boring, not boring. Dan the man is actually quite strange, isn't he? Because in some ways, he's the most boring man in the world. If you look at him, you talk to him, he rarely gets happy. He rarely gets sad. His voice has that perfect monotone, doesn't it? It rarely goes up or down. It's just the same level. But at the same time, he is a freelance human being who also quit a stable job to try and achieve his dreams in life. He moved to France. Now he's moved to Denmark. He thinks he's cool because he reads Shakespeare, even though he hates it. He also goes bird watching. He has strange animals that come to his house like Ross the cat. It never ends. So many great stories. There's never a dull moment when Dan the man is around. So although he looks boring, he is actually the complete opposite. Now, in the beginning, the podcast was just me and Dan the man. Now we have everyone else. The podcast has grown. There is Boom Boom Cannon, Clarification Charlie, Substitute Sabrina, Corporal Coma, The Hellraiser, even PTTJ. And they all bring their own stories. Admittedly, the format is still the same. A stupid conversation where I highlight grammar and vocabulary. But more people means that the podcast is growing in that way. And there are also the episodes where I speak to people that have YouTube channels, podcasts, blogs and lots of other stuff. And I have spoken to some very important people. And as I mentioned on the podcast with Luke from Luke's English podcast, I often get very, very nervous for those podcasts. And I'm sure you can actually feel that. You can feel how I'm not as comfortable as I am, obviously, with someone like Corporal Coma, who I have been friends with for more than 30 years. And speaking of growth, another thing that has grown is the rock and roll English family. And this has actually helped me grow personally as well. I've grown into another person, not physically. I'm still the same skinny, hairy man as always. But professionally, I feel like I have grown a lot. For example, when I started the podcast, I did everything for free whilst working a full time job teaching English. Now I work full time on rock and roll English, not because I make so much money from rock and roll English and I'm rich, far from it. In fact, now I live in the UK, I may be living on the street soon as things are very, very expensive here. But as I said, at least it won't be boring. Sure, it'll be cold, but it won't be boring. But on a serious note, the reason I work only for rock and roll English is because I'm so, so passionate about rock and roll English and especially the rock and roll English family Maria. Maria, sorry, that was a combination of membership and area, I think. But what I wanted to say is I am so, so passionate about the rock and roll English family area. So passionate that, quite frankly, I don't really care about anything else. 
family members will know this, but recently I got a job working online for another English company because as I'm living in England now, things are more expensive. I need more money. So I needed another job. But after one month, I had to quit because I was not passionate about it. They were asking me to do things and I just thought, I really don't care. And there are not many things worse in life than doing things that you don't care about. Again, when I worked in the bank, I didn't care about anything. I hated it. But if you're interested in something, if you're passionate about it, it doesn't actually feel like work, does it? And this is the same with me and rock and roll English. Even when I was still teaching in a classroom, I had to quit my job in the end because it wasn't fair on my students because I wasn't spending the necessary time preparing the lessons because all of my free time I was spending on rock and roll English and especially the family area. Now if you don't know what the family area is it's the premium part of the podcast where there are more than 700 extra episodes 700 and they all have transcripts. For more than two years I made six podcasts a week for the family area because again my passion helped me do this but that's the premium side of the podcast where obviously people pay for that but there will always always be at least one episode every two weeks for free because I know some people can't afford to pay the extra money and I want to help these people too. Someone intelligent once said happy is the man who can make others better and that's what I try to do so I do this podcast for free but like you I also have a family and bills to pay so there is also a paid version where I help you even more where there are more than 700 extra episodes there are story lessons I give you feedback on your English and I speak to all of the family member areas almost every day and we have a very close relationship because we speak so often And the great thing, in my opinion, about the family area is that as everyone enjoys the podcast, everyone enjoys the same things. There are no boring people in the rock and roll English family. Boring people are not allowed in the family area. And speaking of growing the family area, I am currently doing that with a new online platform to use in the family area, which is taking a lot of time. So for this reason, I am not going to do a big launch in January. Normally at this time of year, I open membership. I do a Facebook Live and lots of other things, but I haven't got time for that this year. But as I'm feeling so emotional and fuzzy today, I've got that warm feeling inside my stomach. Maybe it's because I'm sick and I'm taking lots of painkillers. I don't know. But I am opening membership, okay? I think I will open it for 10 days starting from today. So if you'd like to join, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. The next time membership opens in a few months, it will be more expensive as there will be more things going on. And there will be a new, very expensive software, which I have to pay for. So you can join now for the current price. This is my gift to you because I said last time that the price would go up the next time I open it. That was my intention. But I told you about this warm feeling I have in my stomach. And this is my gift to you. You know, when someone has a party, 
when you are a child, they give you a party bag. Does that happen everywhere or is that just in England? Because in England, when a child has a party at the end, he or she will give a small party bag to all of the other children that have come to the party. And inside will be chocolate, sweets, maybe a little toy. So this is one of mine to you. This is in the party bag, but that's not it. In the party bag, I also have another gift for you, which I'm giving you totally for free, which is my ebook that contains lots of rock and roll stories, such as the time I got lost in Bangkok with Boom Boom Cannon, the time the Hellraiser stole some eggs from a party, which obviously you can understand ended badly. One story is actually called Sex at a funeral. Now, it's not what you think, but still a great story. Now, this book costs real money to buy on Amazon. I think it's four euros. But today I'm giving it to you totally for free. Just click the link in the podcast app and you can download it totally for free. Speaking of ebooks, actually, I'm actually writing another one with the Rock and Roll English family members at the moment. A book that will contain all of their Rock and Roll English stories. They are writing the stories. I'm giving them feedback on them and the book will be out soon. But if you would like to be a part of this new book writing project, join the Rock and Roll English family by going to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Now, I hope you enjoy the gifts These gifts are my way of saying thank you. Thank you, first of all, for listening to this episode, but most of all, for the support over the last five years. Some of you, as I mentioned, joined the Rock and Roll English party train on day one. So that's five whole years of support. Wow, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Some of you have joined the party train just very recently, but if you have decided to stay on the train and you are listening to this episode, it means you are my kind of person, a non-boring person. So let's keep this party going for the next five years too. I will see you all very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time